This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. I'm your host, Bryce Jacob, president over at J.S. Brown & Company, here with Greg Hansberry. Hey, your, Bryce. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. You know, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas this Likewise. Christmas Eve. How about this? This is pretty exciting, huh? The, the, there's mistletoe in the studio. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> there we go. What <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I didn't think you'd really go for it. Wow. <laughs> if I would have known, I would have brushed my teeth. <laughs> I wish you had. I really <laughs> I got it all. Um, so what do you got going on? I mean, I, you've kind of seen me a Scrooge today, I would imagine. and uh, Making me you know, come making in come on in work. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, uh, my mom and dad are in town. They're from Indianapolis. And well, they, let's they, get they, out of here. Coming. Let's make this a quick show. Well, it's going right, to be a good one, too. Well, and to be honest, it's a little stressful at the house. So, oh, so this is good. This let's is make actually, this a long yeah, show. Yeah, this is actually okay. Don't worry. You know what? This is actually good for all of our listeners who need to get away. They can say, I'm sorry, I got to uh, listen to this. Uh-huh. I'm learning a whole bunch of stuff. I'm listening to an educational, a very entertaining mm-hmm. this show. infotaining podcast. The infotaining uh-huh. podcast above grade. Every week I have to do it. And so maybe you can get your family to listen to the archives of these things and pass some time while you got some time off. Yeah, there you go. And you can say, you have to listen to it in silence, everybody. Stop talking. That's true. <laughs> a moment of silence for our show. You know, my folks are in town as well, uh, which is always fun. Oh, okay. we, I'm, I'm very excited about what we're doing this evening. We do this tradition. What's you, that? You know, we talk about traditions over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I got them for Christmas as well. Well, well tonight, um, so coming here shortly at about 4 o'clock, so it isn't a couple hours from now, uh, I'm going to be joining the family to go to our church. We go to Worthington Christian Church in, okay. in Worthington, just north of 270. Right. And we uh, go to the church service program that they have there. And we all reconvene back at our house after church service. And we have a feast, feast of the seven fishes, which you've probably Ooh. heard of that tradition in some cultures. But my wife brought that to the family. She was Catholic, and that's something that they do in the Catholic Church. And... Um, I love that tradition. I don't care what religion you are, man. It's because a good it's one. tasty. <laughs> it's, it's the seven most glorious fish from king crab legs to scallops to shrimp wow. to stuffed clams to, oh gosh. I and should look into just, that. It's, uh, it's great. We we do a little bit, something different, Chilean sea bass, red snapper, Wow, uh, everything. We really do it up well. There's about 16 of us that sit around and chomp down on all this food. And it takes literally from when we get home from church this evening, um, Right about six o'clock is when we really start cooking everything up, mm-hmm. and we go till midnight. You know, Just and eating and drinking and being merry. Eating, drinking, being merry, and the next thing you know, you have to get up and. And now that my kids are older; they don't need to be up at. You <laughs> They're know, not up at five thirty. Right, they sleep in a little bit more, which has been great. So we might make it to seven. Oh and, man! Uh, and we get up and do our gift. So. Um, that's always, I might have to put a lock on my kid's door while we're we're on that topic. Yes. (laughs) Maybe that's, is that something that we could talk about on the next JS Brown? How to lock your kids kids in your room? I don't know. The fire department might have something to say about that. So we might leave that one alone. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, shoot, we've got a, we've got some good stuff to talk about. We're going to kick off a three part series today and we'll take us through into the new year, which will be really pretty awesome. So I thought what we could do. Yeah, I run so many appointments and meet people, and I get the same three questions thrown at me over okay. and over and over. And I thought what we'd do is take each question and make a make a show out of answering it. Because okay. sometimes, you know, you're, I'm not there long enough to answer the question in its entirety, 
But the first question that people always ask is, how much does a project cost? Sure. Everybody wants to know, yep. well, how much does a project cost? Right. The second question, which will be what we talk about next week and part two, is how long do these projects take? So okay. everyone wants to know, you know how long are you going to be in my house and mm-hmm. you're going to be out, you know, I'm going to go out to dinner, come back and you'll have it done, right? right. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, not, That's not, not exactly. So we'll talk about the timeline. And then the third one is who does the work? So do you use trade partners, subcontractors, your own team? Who's going to actually be in my home and sure. do I feel safe and secure with them? So those are the three areas where every time I go on an appointment, those three questions get asked in some shape or form. It sounds about right. So yeah, what do you say we tear them things. apart? Let's dive in because I'm curious too. So we're going to focus today on on project cost. You know, what, what's a project cost? What do you think a project cost? Uh, well, I mean, obviously the, <laughs> the d- it depends on the scope, but I'll just throw out a number 25 grand well what's the project right (laughs) right yeah for uh hopefully that's for uh, something bigger than a bathroom yeah so here's the here's the thing um there are so many different projects right there's Mm -hmm. kitchens there's baths there's wine rooms there's additions there's all kinds Mm -hmm. of things so we do about 120 projects a year at js brown company and the average cost per project is about $107,000. So when okay. we take all those jobs and we we dissect them, so that it can even include a powder room. That doesn't mean it's 100,000, it might be a, a $8,000 powder room or whatever it is, sure. but it brings that average down. So our mm-hmm. average was 107. So what does that really okay. mean? So when people ask how much is a kitchen or how much is a bathroom, it's really difficult to answer those questions. So yeah, guess what a kitchen costs? <laughs> stick with my 25, 25. grand I, I, yeah i mean i really but i do know from listening <laughs> to all the podcasts with you it's there are so many variables and yeah. so many options of what you can get and, and levels of so so you know if i get the cheapest granite countertop it's going to be a significantly lower price than if i get the you know the finest uh you know venetian black marble or whatever you got yeah yeah. Not that you probably would recommend that for a countertop. Venetian black marble? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. That's hard to get. <laughs> I don't know that it exists. So uh, we'll stay away from that. But I'm sure it's out there. Uh, anyway, you're you're absolutely right. Every project's very different. And we have people that ask the question, you know, what do you charge for a square foot mm-hmm. to just to make it easy for them? And it's kind of like, which square foot are we talking about here? <laughs> Uh, there's so many variables that go into the square foot cost. It, when, that that logic is sometimes good in a new new built home. Okay, sure. Where you got a green space like out our window here, and we're going to put this home up, and you've selected this kitchen and mm-hmm. this countertop and all of that. Your square footage cost might be $150 a square sure. foot. And that's going to get you into, you know, kind of a track home. You get into custom homes, you, you, new homes, you might be at 250 to 300 a square foot. So the numbers can go up, to, again, depending on the complexity of what the project mm-hmm. is. And in the world of remodeling, what a lot of folks don't even take into consideration, they have that aha moment, is there's a lot of undoing you have to do to do the new. Right, a lot of demo. <clears throat> a lot of demo. A lot of preparation, a lot of things that need to be brought, brought up to code. Electrical panels that aren't sufficient any longer. I will say that's a problem we ran into was uh, when we, we kind of started doing a little remodel project and they would open up the wall to put something and there would be an exposed, uh, like, out power, uh, what do you call it, like an outlet box mm-hmm. or something that had just been drywalled over. And he says, yeah. well... That's something that we never knew existed, but now they're going to have to make sure that they, you know, make it to code. So that's, an, you know, an expense that we, nobody even yeah. knew that that was going to be inside the walls. There are all those little hidden costs. So mm-hmm. it gets, uh, it gets you a little nervous when people ask, well, how much do you think my project will be? 
when you haven't had a chance to investigate it. When they say, how much is it per square foot? You know, which which square foot? And <laughs> if it's an addition, are we putting an addition where we have to move utilities? Sometimes there's a gas service in oh, the way, yep. there's electric service in the way, or water, whatever it might be, there's utilities that we have to contend with. If we don't have to mess with electrical, the addition's not anywhere near it, or gas, it's a lot less. We don't have utilities to mess with. But it's kind of, I turn it around sometimes and say, well, how much is a car per pound? Right. So can't really say. You can't. And so it's no different because every car is different. Could you do, so in theory, you could do whatever you want, but you got to pay for it. <laughs> like, well, if sure. you, you know, if you wanted to move the kitchen sink all across the room, sure, we could do that. But now you're, now you're, yeah, all things are possible with the almighty dollar backing it up. I mean, you know, there's really nothing we can't, there's really nothing we can't do, but there's a lot you shouldn't do. <laughs> you know, I, there, there are th- times where I tell a homeowner, I don't think I would do that. I don't really think that's worth um, your dollars to make that change. And so, that worth and that value is defined differently by others because some say, well, I, I don't have to get a return on the investment for sure. dollars. <clears throat> I want a return on the investment for how I love my home and how we use it and interact as a family and, and that that value return. And that's so, the value of, of, of working with uh, J.S. Brown is you get that expertise of, yeah, we can do it, but why don't I advise you in a way that you might have not even thought of yet that might work out better for the budget? Yeah, and it's funny because mm-hmm. homeowners catch themselves when they ask that question, you know, is this possible? And then they realize, well, you're <laughs> going to tell me yes. <laughs> so I tell them, is it possible for you to pay for that? And uh, and that's a different story in, in many cases. But, you know, one of the statements we've heard our whole lives is you get what you pay for. Yep. And so uh, it, it really boils down to what are you willing to pay for? I've had some people say, you know, Bryce, I, I would love to work with you. You guys sound wonderful. But someone told me, that it's $20,000 less for them to do this project than for you to do it. And I, I always told everybody, if it sounds too good to be true, guess what? It's too it good is. to be true. I mean, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. <laughs> and uh, there are some cases where, you know, we've been around 40 years. Uh, and so 40 years, you don't stay around 40 years if you're underpriced. Mm-hmm. And you sure don't stay there if you're overpriced. You've got to really know how to be fair and accurate and take good care of your customers. And there's a cost associated with that client management side mm-hmm. of things because shoot, we're in your home. That's right. not easy. Sure. You know, we're, we're part of the family for a while. So you get what you pay for and there are trade-offs, you know, we're not a, a perfect fit for everybody out there. You know, JS Brown's a great company, but we have a way of doing things that, um, uh, works with a very mm-hmm. specific type of client. And that means someone who doesn't have time or knowledge or experience handling construction. They don't want to be coordinating all the moving parts. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have a good vision and they need someone who can see things differently and bring that to life yep. and do it in a high quality manner. That's where we're a good fit. If someone says, well, shoot, I, you know, Uncle Bob's going to do the plumbing and I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take care of the electrical then that's a different line of approach, and, and that works sure. for some. But it's not; we're not going to be a good fit mm-hmm. for that because right. we're outfitted to, to do it turnkey. Right. So is there more cost associated with turnkey? Absolutely, because you're having someone do all of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything else in life. You know, but you, you do some of the sweat equity in it, you're going to save. So we haven't even answered the question, how much <laughs> yeah, does so a project how much? cost, right? Come on. So how much does a project cost? i got to start saving so, my money. <laughs> <laughs> start saving your money. Well, there are some tools out there that take me off the hook. And so there's a there's a website that's just fantastic, and it's called costversvalue.com. And so cost versus value, so don't put any spaces between any of it, C-O-S-T-V-S-V-A-L-U-E, costversvalue.com. 
And that's a really awesome tool. And I tell every homeowner to go to it. It's not a J.S. Brown tool. It's actually a national tool that, that contractors, remodeling contractors, who are full service like J.S. Brown and Company and realtors use as well to show their homeowners uh, or their clients that are looking at buying a new home that might have remodeling to do what those projects would cost on average. Yeah. And right. I just, just pulled be, it up here. Just pulled it up mm-hmm. on your computer. So you see it there. There's a couple of little ads you got to navigate through. But when you get to this darn thing, it asks you for some information. You can go and you see the, the map of the world there or the United States. Mm-hmm. And it showed you it's hover kind of over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hover over. There was our region. And you clicked on that region. Now, now scroll down on that baby. It shows our region right there. And if you hover over Columbus, Ohio, there's actually a star there that highlights you can click on. And so you can pinpoint as far down as Columbus, Ohio, or quite frankly, if you're you're living in Columbus and you're moving out to San Antonio down in Texas, you could probably go see what the cost of projects are and how they compare. Sure. Then there's a PDF that's downloadable that you'd click on, which Greg's doing right now. It asks you for a little bit of personal information of who are you, what do you do, you homeowner, da-da-da-da-da, and, um, and then once you fill out, which you don't need to right now, but, uh, unless you're really dying to. You want to do it? <laughs> I'll do it after you're, this. You're a member for life once you do. And uh, I got to get home to mom. <laughs> I got a dinner to get to, so leave that form blank for now. But if you want to fill that Very in, cool. it actually prints out this report that will show you the types of projects. And this is what's so cool about this thing. It has a list of all the types of projects that are most common. Uh, it has um, minor remodel, major remodel. And by the way, you're all going to want to put yourself in the minor category, but by the way, you're all the major category. Okay. okay. All right. So everyone wants there because the numbers look better than the minor. Right, right, right. Read the description because the cool thing is there's not only uh, a spreadsheet that says um, minor bathroom remodel, average cost, it will say seventeen, eighteen thousand $18,000, somewhere in that ballpark area. Okay. And then it will say what the return on investment is from a dollar standpoint okay. immediately. Right. So if you were to do it and then put it on the market, what you could right away. realistically get on that return on investment mm-hmm. for your dollars. And and so that's in there. And then it shows that regional, what the average is, same thing. And then it shows nationally what the average is. So you can compare Columbus to regionally mm-hmm. and nationally how we rank. And if you're interested in numbers, it's a great, great spreadsheet. Especially if you might be <clears throat> relocating or something mm-hmm. like you're talking about. But better yet, what's what's great about that is what does minor bath remodel really mean? So they actually have a description in there as you use that tool and you can look at what a what a minor ba- uh, bath remodel is. It's going to say it's a five by seven bathroom and you're taking this out and you're putting vinyl flooring down and laminate countertops and blah, 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 blah. That's why mm-hmm. I say, oh, you are major remodeling because mm-hmm. those are usually products that most people aren't putting back in their home. They still do, but that's where you get that average cost in the 17, 18 range. Then you get into major ba- bathroom remodel and that's getting into a larger size bathroom you're getting into master suite type bathrooms where you might be pulling a tub out or putting one in. You've got a larger shower. You're mm-hmm. putting good tile down on the floor. You might have a radiant floor oh, as yeah, well, especially nice. in Ohio. Everyone's oh, yeah. doing that. And it's going to say the average cost there is going to be somewhere in the fifty-five dollars to $60,000 range. And that's where it throws everybody. And that's why they say, no, no, I want to be minor <laughs> <laughs> because they want that lower number. But the reality is so it doesn't mean you're going to spend that much in either case. But those are averages, so sure. you know how averages work. Yeah. Like you say, it could be an $8,000 powder room or a $200,000 total flip. Yeah. So, yeah. So they try to keep it in parameters so they're realistic. And I, I have found that 
that cost versus value guide is a terrific training ground for cool. you if you're looking to kind of take the contractor's viewpoint out of it and do your homework uh, up front so you can get your head around realistic numbers. Because I really do find when people haven't done their research and they say, yeah, my budget's 30000 and I want to tear these walls out and I want to move my vanity over there and I want this great big shower and I want it barrier free and I want to do a cool transom up above it. They, they have no frame of reference of what that costs. $30,000 is a lot of money. I mean, if you take dollar bills and you stack them up on this desk, that <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah, let's, it looks, let's try that. It looks what pretty you, cool. We should do it next time we're here. Price? It would be a lot of fun. <laughs> and you look at that and you go, that should get me a lot. But it goes, it goes so quick. quickly. It's just, it's really hard to believe. I mean, I've been in the business forever, and it's not because we're mm-hmm. we're gouging, you know, for prices. We wouldn't be able to do it. That's what it really costs to do these things. Product is expensive. Service is expensive. Trades are expensive. It's a it's a you know it's a pretty big deal. So this is a great way for you not to embarrass yourself or feel like. You know, I, many people say, oh, I have no idea what a project costs. Mm-hmm. This is one of the ways to have an idea of what a project costs. A loose idea. And now, one thing you haven't um, touched on quite yet, and maybe it sounds like this might be a local thing, too, but all the um, permits mm-hmm. that you have to apply sure. for. I mean, does, I mean, does that, that probably plays into account, too, well, how yeah. much it costs. Yeah, and, I mean, there's well, that also has to do with what we're going to talk about next week is the timeline. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you have permits, there are, th- there are things that will take a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. When you're moving plumbing fixtures, so we're a licensed contractor. So basically what that means is we have to follow the the law. Um, we're not allowed oh, to come. Oh, man. Yeah, how crazy is oh, that, right? Why geez. did we do that to ourselves, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, Let's get I want to be like the little guy here. that says, I can get around that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, we just won't tell anybody. And a lot of people do that. And if you have somebody who's saying, you know, eh, I think this is silly. I shouldn't, we don't need to tell them about this. You should probably run because he gets to leave your house. Mm-hmm. So you have to stay in it. And if there are things that aren't done to code, believe me, there are some of the codes that I go, gosh, that seems a little petty. But at the same time, most of the codes are in place because there's been safety issues related to fire, and and a lot of it ties around electrical. Uh, But there are codes, so if you're changing a drain line, water damages homes. Insurance Mm -hmm. companies will not cover an insurance claim if they find out that somebody jerry-rigged some plumbing. If they find out that someone was in there and hacked away at it, they're going to say, no, someone intentionally did that. So it's it's, uh, better to pay up front and do it right than... Just do it right the first Mm -hmm. time. You know, we have one of our guys on our team always said, if you don't have time to do it right the first time, when are you ever going to have time to do it a second time? Mm -hmm. And he's right. You've got to take the time to do it right. You've got to invest in doing it right. It's not fun for everybody to spend what you have to on remodeling. But boy, if you want it to be a good return on your investment financially, but also for your quality of life, you really should do it right and save up. You know, I Mm -hmm. have some homeowners that I want to do this. I want to do this right away. It's got to be done. It's got to be done to this level. And you tell them what it's going to take to get there and they don't align. Mm -hmm. And so some people say, well, I'm just going to find someone who can do it. Well, what do we say earlier? Good luck. You You get get what what you you pay pay for. for. Yeah. And so there's always a trade-off. You know, I've, I've learned it the hard way myself when I'm thinking I'm outsmarting the system, and I never <laughs> have. <laughs> there's the other part of it where you have um, you have to just be patient and, yeah. and maybe think on it for a year. It's going to cost more well, next year. Well, this app will be a good, or the, the website yeah. is a good place to start because if you, it's you're great. thinking 10 grand and you sh- this minor thing pops up as 30 grand, well then... Now you maybe realize you need to wait till next spring before you have this conversation. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, those are just some of the key points on it. You know, return on investment is really important to a lot of people. Uh, many of the conversations I have is, I just don't want to over-improve my home. Well, then don't do anything. I mean, you're you're going to over-improve your home if you're going to put money into it, mm-hmm. uh, just inherently. But why? So why would you do it? You ever go on vacation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why do you do that? Get the heck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense in Ohio, probably more than most states. But yeah, so you spend this money going on vacation, right? Right. What do you, what can you sell that adventure for when you're back from your vacation? Oh, yeah, nothing. Just just right. the, the memories and the, you're right, right. Yeah, you got a t-shirt and some photographs mm-hmm. on your phone that yep. maybe never make it out of and your a phone. a sunburn. And a sunburn, yeah. right. Yeah. So, But we still do it over and over. And we spend money doing excursions. We spend money doing these vacations. And are you going to stop doing it because you realize you're not getting money back for it? No, you still do it. You're still going to do it. And so when you apply that logic to how we live our lives otherwise, many people have been programmed to think that, well, if I put money in my house, I should get it out or it doesn't make any sense to do it. Well, that's just not clear thinking. Sure. It it makes no sense whatsoever. And it doesn't always add up dollar per dollar is what I've learned when we moved. I was like, well, why am I putting that there for a thousand bucks? Am I going to, is it going to add a thousand dollars to my, to my resale? Yeah. No, but, uh, you got to do it. Yeah. So for, this is kind of a funny thing, but you know, sometimes the, the improvements you make in your home, regardless of the dollars, improve your quality of life or they get rid of those little things that just drove you nuts. And I'll tell you, we just made, right. yeah, we just, yeah. yeah, we just did this in our office. Um, we updated a bathroom in our, and at the JS Brown offices. Now, we even do remodeling ourselves. <laughs> and we had a, a bathroom upstairs, and we had a conference room on a lower level, and there was a bathroom up above it. And every time you'd flush the toilet upstairs, the the water line would just it would uh, it would just go beep with the weirdest <laughs> noise. It just was like beep. The water was going through, and it was just it was so loud. While you're in these meetings that you'd have to stop talking while the, the <laughs> toilet refilled. And then everybody's like, someone's upstairs. Well, just like, and it's just like, know. here you are, you're meeting with people and you got someone upstairs who flushes the toilet. So then we were putting signs on there in meeting, don't use bathroom, you know, and there's, That's funny. these are little things that we just worked around. Well, we just did this bathroom, got a new toilet in there, redid the lines and now we can be in meetings. People can use the bathroom. Everybody's happy. And it's funny. We won't get money back for it. Sure. But it's improved our quality of life when we're in meetings. All those little things that were annoying, those are gone. Right. We don't have to put a sign on the door. So as strange as that sounds, that was worth it right there doing that bathroom yep. to just get rid of that annoyance. And some people know what I'm talking about. You go to make coffee and then you go to heat something up in the microwave and poof, your circuit blows and you're like, gosh darn it, I got to go back to the panel, flip the circuit back on and make sure my coffee machine isn't on, which I want hot coffee, but I got to heat this thing up in the microwave. What am I going to do now? So we get everything on the appropriate circuit load. We do all those yep. things. So all those little tiny headaches that we have just day to day in our home go away along with that. So that can be a big return on your investment. This is the hardest thing to help homeowners take a leap of faith with mm-hmm. is there's a big amount of money, probably more than they wanted to spend uh, initially. And there's this thing that they're buying that they won't experience until they go through their house being demolished and dust flying around <laughs> and the sound of tools <laughs> yes. and banging and clanging. And they got to go through all that to get to the end. And it's it's the ultimate work through pain to get to pleasure example <laughs> Where they've put a bunch of money out. But when it's all said and done, I really haven't had clients come back and say it wasn't worth every penny of it. 
That's true. You know, they really, it benefits their lives tremendously. And I think of many of the projects I've done in my own home where I think back to what it was like before and I go, I can't believe I lived that right, way. Right. I can't believe we used to put up with that. Or, yeah. oh my gosh, you remember how that door used to hit us every time we came <laughs> around the corner? That's so wild. And there are just so many great things that change that you won't experience until you go through it. So it is a huge leap of faith that you take in any contractor mm-hmm. to get you across that finish line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, we've talked about before, sometimes writing the check is the easiest part because you got to have to live through the dusty uh, rooms and, and things yeah. for a while. Well, shoot, you need <clears> a new <throat> car and you get emotionally attached to that car and you can justify spending more on a monthly payment for a car because you just took it on a tight corner. Man, did that feel good. And mm-hmm. it's, I sunk back in that seat <laughs> and I even accelerated <laughs> through that turn. I've always lost my tail end going around that turn in my old car. You know, whatever it is, you get to... You know what you're buying when you yeah, buy a car. Right. And it smells so darn good. Right. But with remodeling, it, it truly is. It's a it's an investment in the future that takes a gig, gigantic leap of faith to go into. So you got to do it with the right partner. If your gut's telling you something's wrong, listen to your gut. If you don't feel totally connected with who it is, uh, if you feel that the price is not exact or there's not enough detail, Talk, talk to your contractor. Say, yeah, I got to just understand this a little bit more. Now, does J.S. Brown, do you give, um, obviously you have like consultations and that kind of thing. How mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to, you know, they they did their homework, they went online and saw what the, the window might be. What's the next steps to get a hold yeah, of you? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, folks, if you don't know, you can go to jsbrowncompany.com. It's all spelled out, jsbrowncompany.com. That's our website. There's our process page. You can meet our team, uh, meet our office dog, Nora, our boxer. Who <laughs> I don't think around. I knew you had an office dog. Yeah, Let's yeah. Do, she's she's, she's not in there all the time. You know, she's she's my dog. She's Nora. She's a we boxer. We need to do an episode on that. Uh, just have her up, on. Uh, after the year. <laughs> Nora, speak. Um, Nora, speak. Uh, well, she's still a puppy, you know, so uh, she's just over a year. So she used to be really good in the office and everyone would come in. And now she hears the door because when people go in, there's a little beep, beep, beep right. noise. If she's in the back of the building and she hears that, she gets excited. And when she takes off like a bullet, <laughs> but she start, starts barking now. She's like, burr, 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 oh, burr. she's excited to see someone, which, you know, I'm not used to the barking. I don't right, care for it, but right. it has scared the tar out of a couple people. And sure, so, especially you know, prospective and customers. She's a boxer, so she's not <laughs> small. And she goes darting up to the front and she's barked a little bit, but she's, you know, she's, That's great. she's like a pussy willow. She's just this little tiny, you know, she's this dog that is as lovable and she <laughs> just wants attention constantly. That's why she's in everybody's offices, <laughs> but she's a big sweetie. Um, and she's fun to have around, but boy, she doesn't, um, uh, uh, you know, she's, she's been doing some barking at people coming in. And <laughs> so anyway, long story short, I got to have her age a little, <laughs> she has to ferment and become a fine dog before I get her back there in there go. on a regular basis. But you know, she's, she's good for our culture of having, you know, a dog That's in the a building. Fun, people yeah. really enjoy having her around. So. Yeah. All right. So, well, I don't know what I'm else we're talking to about. It. Ne- yeah. Next uh, next year, we'll do a, a dog episode on pets, pet houses, and pet doors. We should, and also what to do with your pets during construction. That's a oh, great show to talk yeah. about because yeah. they, they, it puts them through an awful lot of stress. Sure, and I so bet. we've got some really good information on what, how to handle your pets. So that, that'll be a good show to come up. Look, you're coming up with mm-hmm. great topics Let's for next go. year. Well, that about covers it on Project Cost. You know, we didn't really do our favorite thing in the week, which the is the, the tip week. of the week. But my tip of the week for you is just have a Merry Christmas. I like Be that safe. Tip. Enjoy your time with your family. And, and let's get out of here early today. Let's do that.
All right. Cheers. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you and everyone who's listening. And even if you're listening to this later, know that we at least support each other's Merry Christmases, <laughs> if nothing else. Enjoy those fish. Give me the leftovers next week if yeah, you have you any fish leftovers. No. I, well, leftover fish a week nah, later. You're right. so never mind. Good. If I have them, I'll give them to you and it'll be your last show. <laughs> yeah, never mind. So, all right. Well, folks, we do this every week. We're going to be next back next week for the rest, for uh, part two of our three-part series. We're going to talk about how long do construction projects projects really take and why they take the amount of time that they do. So be sure to tune into that and check out all of our other above grade episodes. And you can do that by going to iTunes or anywhere you find podcasts and you can find it on jsbrowncompany.com as well. And until next week, uh, which will be New Year's Eve. Yeah, we get to do this again. I get to be Scrooge two weeks in a row. Well, it's all right because uh, I know football will be on, so you'll want to probably be leaving uh, early again oh maybe week. we could have it on in the background while we're <laughs> yeah doing there this. is a tv sure here there'll be a game right. on midday well until next week everybody this is bryce jacob with js brown and company wishing you a great week to build from and a very merry christmas above grade is a columbus radio group production and produced by me greg hansberry